financial elites are causing problems in black America. Recently, the rapper Ice Cube have been making a lot of people very unhappy because of what he said about American politics. He said, we're not going to be politically monogamous. As black people, we happen to be a group and a group don't have friends. Groups have interests. Black, the black cable bootlegs are supposed to be the black faces cheering white interests. The usual suspects, the Roly Poly Martins, and the same Negroes who are utterly dependent on the white media for their daily bread. These are the reliable Negroes who white supremacy have in their pockets. A majority of black people agree with Ice Cube, especially the black grassroots. When you see MSN, M MSNBC headlines, Ice Cube comes under fire for contributing to Trump's plan. He's not coming under fire from the majority of black people. These are the wannabe black elites trying to con us into thinking that they represent black America. So um, I'm not going to play that full video about um, the um, interview with Ice Cube on um, Roland Martin's show, but I am going to uh, play a little clip. And then um, this would be the last video because, um, you know, I just want to try to get people to call in and for us to go ahead and talk about these issues and see, and really the whole purpose of me doing this is to get people to understand we have to work together as black people you know what i'm saying this is why other racial groups are just treating us like second class citizens worldwide we gotta break through this here in america it's called a willie lynch mentality on the african continent it's called a continent colonized mindset. They're both the same thing and black people we have to deal with how to break break that curse, that mentality. That's all I want to do through this uh, organization. I'm trying to move from behind the computer. Ice Cube is facing backlash after one of Trump's senior advisors revealed he is working with the administration. Now, Ice Cube tried to clear the air, saying he reached out to both candidates about his plans for black America and the Trump campaign, which is the first to respond. The Trump campaign came to me and asked me to explain to them some of the contract uh, with black America. That's what I did. I'm not playing no more of these games. These political games. We're not part of a team. We have very broad problems, especially the wealth gap in this country when it comes to black Americans. So I'm going to whoever's in power and I'm going to speak to them about our problems specifically. I'm not going there talking about minorities. I'm not going there talking about people of color or diversity or none of that stuff. I'm going there for black Americans, the ones who are the descendants of slaves. Joining me now is the host and managing editor of the digital show, Roland Martin Unfiltered, 
Roland Martin. Roland, thank you for being hey. here. Um, look, we played that clip uh, with Chris Cornwine of it. You also sat down with Ice Cube. Give me your reaction when you heard about his partnership with the Trump campaign and the backlash. Do you think it was justified? Well, first of all, I sat down with Ice Cube before Chris Cornwine. I Ice Cube my show a month and a half ago, then I had him on the show Thursday with a 40-minute conversation. Uh, and when we went through all these various uh, issues, uh, first of all, so so he made it clear he's not working with the campaign. He did connect with the Biden campaign. Uh, and what he said to me was that they said, look, we agree with 85% of what you're saying. We'll connect with you after the election. Why? The Biden-Harris folks are saying, we're not the ones who win power. And so uh, I just came in my interview with him. He said that, you know, the Trump was committed to $500 billion in their so-called platinum plan. Alan, that's total BS. I went through the entire plan. This was a two-page plan. So let's understand. Platinum plan is two pages. Look, every voice, Biden, Black America plan is 22 pages. And so the reality is that I said to Ice Cube, look, what they committed to, there's no commitment. There's nothing substantive behind it. And so I totally understand his point in terms of, yes, when you were in power, uh, then African-Americans still should be making demand of you. I've said that for years as well. Most African-Americans living in the South are living under Republican legislatures. We understand that. The question is, can you trust the folks who are doing it? Let's just be real. The Trump folks, all they wanted was Ice Cube's stamp of approval of saying he actually had some, he actually contributed to their platinum plan. They wanted the PR hit. They got the PR hit, so, and that's what they want. So, Roland, when you when you point out with him, you know, a two-page plan versus a 22-page plan, what's his reaction to that? Well, what he said was, he said, look, both don't go far enough, which is true. But here's what I also said to him when he was on the last month. I said, Q, and we, we've been, we text today, we were texting after the, before he was on and after. I said, you also got to have an infrastructure in place to then carry out what it is you want. So here's the deal. Let's say Biden Harris wins. Okay, then we have to, as A. Philip Randolph, when Franklin Delano Roosevelt told A. Philip Randolph, make me do it. Philip, we have to make them do it, which means you have to have an infrastructure in place of supporters. So one of the things that I said to him, I brought on Alicia Garza uh, with Black Pictures Lab, where they put together a black census project where they surveyed 30,000 African Americans of what they wanted. I said, Q, you should be partnering with her. Partnering with Tamika Mallory, Until Freedom, New York Justice League, Tef Poe, Million of Louis March. There are a number of entities out here that have infrastructure, policy people, lobbyists to get it. So again, Ice Cube alone as a rapper actor making demands will not achieve it unless you have infrastructure to push the process through. Absolutely. you got to roll up your sleeves and actually get the work done. So look, he said that he started all this. He wanted to see a greater emphasis on black Americans, not just on you know people of color or minorities. Right. How about either campaign? Do you think either one has spent enough time speaking directly to black voters and addressing their concerns? When you're putting out uh, a menstrual show like Diamond and Silk, and you're putting out clueless folks like Candace Owens, and, and even that fool down in Georgia representative Vernon Jones, you're not serious about it. They won't come talk to black people. Donald Trump has not spoken to any major black organization. He only talked to African Americans who support him. He is, he is not serious. The White House made it perfectly clear. Their only goal is to attract 20% of black men. That's why they quickly want to meet with Ice Cube. 
That's what they're talking to Kanye West. That's what they're talking to other people. Now, the Biden campaign, they've had more outreach towards African Americans. Well, I've made it clear to them. You've got to be doing more as well. You're looking at polling data showing the black male support that uh, Trump is getting and certain candidates are getting in Michigan and North Carolina. You've got to do more. I what? said, look, black people, if Democrats cannot win without black people. So what you must do is you must court them. You must drive money to black, black so, media outlets. You must approach them to do more. And that's how you actually do it. you got to push them to do it. But, but let me ask you, based on everything you're saying, why is it that the Trump campaign is doubling its support with black men over black women? And, and we should note that typically black women are the ones who will actually go to the polls. They'll stand in line. Uh, not the black men don't, but women do it in a far greater number. So how is it that Trump's picking up the black male vote? Because it's not just Donald Trump. In 2012, there was a nine-point gap between black men and black women for Obama Romney. There was a 13-point gap between black men and black women for Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. And so the Trump people think they can push it to 20%. This is a Democratic Party issue because you have a lot of black men, black men out there. When I say a lot, I'm talking about the percentages here because the vast majority of black men are supportive of these policies. But these are black men who are disaffected. These are black men who say they believe that Democrats are too supportive of immigration efforts. Look, when Donald Trump talks about building a wall, this 15 to 20% of black men that appeals to them. Also, when he's talking about economic policies and so. I said to Democrats back in 2012, you got a problem. You started in 2016. Tom Moran is aware of the problem as well. But what they have to do is they have to be serious about saying, wait a minute, we have got to compete after every vote. And this is very simple. If Democrats keep going after disaffected white women who vote for uh, Republicans, well, you better go to disaffected black men as well, which means listening to them. Terrence Woodbury is a great pollster who's been doing focus groups on this. Cornell Belter, another African-American pollster who's yeah. been doing this. Ron Lester as well. I say to the Democratic Party, listen to your black pollsters, your black political consultants, your African-Americans who understand these issues. And the part of the problem is that too many campaigns, including Democrats, have white advisors running campaigns who are not empowering and listening to African-American political experts. That's where you start. Give, give me a quick uh, assessment on what you were talking about, your home state of Texas with the record number of early votes. I mean, it, it really got kind of emotional for you, right? And matter of fact, let, let's show uh, the viewers your Instagram page. Here it is, everyone. You're crying there, my friend. What does that mean for you? Well, when I go vote, I listen to freedom songs. I listen to uh, Woke Up This Morning by John Legend, Glory by Comedy John Legend. That was a Trey song, song called 2020 Rides. How many times? And so it's a powerful song. And it all sort of, and, and, and look, it hit me. I, I was not expecting that lyric. I'm serious. Because, and I saw, it was 50 degrees in Dallas. These folks were in line the day before, an old black woman in a beat up car with a handicapped sticker. I was walking around the church parking lot, and she said, Baby, is this where the vote is taking place tomorrow? I said, Ma'am, yes, it is. She said, So where do we go? She was doing her advance work for the next day. I thought about black people who literally couldn't vote. I thought about black women who couldn't get the right to vote to the 65 Voting Rights Act. Then I thought about every effort Republicans have been doing to stop the vote. Alan West, Republican Party of Texas, sued against curbside and driver voting. Uh, Greg Abbott, the governor, one million dropouts in the whole county. And black people 
have actually shown America what democracy really is. And that's the whole point. And so when you have Republicans who have voter suppression tactics in every state in this country, black folks in 2020 are saying, y'all can keep doing the same stuff you, that Democrats, some of Democrats did during Jim Crow, and we're going to still turn out. We're going to stand in line. We're going to vote by mail. And that's why those tears were there, because our ancestors died for it. And damn it, our folks today said we're going to use the power of the battle. Amen to that, Roland Martin. I see why you got the tears and bless you for them. Thank you so much, my friend. We'll see you again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Okay, Ice Cube's plan for black America is similar to my plan that I put forth in my revised book, Great Minds Think Alike. Roland Martin interviewed Ice Cube. He was stayed on, Ice Cube was on point. He was clear. He was on, in, on enemy's territory. Many people on the left was attacking Ice Cube because he shared his contract with, the, with Black America with both political parties. He went on a Black grassroots channel to help get his plan off the ground. The Trump camp said they may implement some of his ideas in their plan. The Joe Biden, the Joe Biden camp told Ice Cube they would look over his um, his plan after the elections. The Democrats don't view black people as a serious group who they should negotiate with. They feel that they own the black vote. Black people should not be ashamed to tell these political candidates our demands. Um, again, I think Ice Cube did a great job. The Trump administration tweeted about Ice Cube plan, and now everybody wants to be part of it. His contract have been out there three months. This plan has tangibles that was well constructed. Some of our own people are jealous. They are going to try to destroy his ideals because they don't want him to get the credit. I, I did not like the fact that Roland Martin brought on a person who had a LGBT agenda into our conversation. His guests asked Ice Cube his thoughts about Black Lives Matter being a terrorist organization. This is what caused division. I became disgusted with this with uh, that per, that woman. I noticed a lot of um, bait and switch. This is why we keep getting distracted into other topics like gender, sexuality, and immigration. There is a reason why white supremacists select children of immigrants. It's because they are going to promote someone else's agenda. Roland's job is to deflect our attention away from black empowerment, to discuss non-black issues. Over here, we're laser, laser focused. Ice Cube has been standing firm. That's what we need to see. He said, I'm here to discuss what we need to do for adults, American descendants of slaves, and anyone who wants to work with me, I'll work with them. People from the Joe Biden camp don't want Ice Cube to resonate with people who believe that black people should be getting something for their vote. 
when you ask the question, what did Joe Biden do to win the black vote? They have no comment. We have a court system which is ignoring our constitutional rights, even though it's a bunch of Democrats, district attorneys and attorney generals. The Congressional Black Caucus had decades to do something. We're supposed to demand things to, to those who are in power. We have gone beyond just saying Black Lives Matter. We're not letting this in, leaving this in the hands of Black athletes, Black celebrities, or entertainers. The grassroots community activist movement has been pushing a similar message for over two decades, pushing the exact agenda. This is how you get things popping by being uncompromised. In other words, of um, Frederick Douglass, power is never considered anything without a demand. My goal is not to be a famous, but my goal is to get progress for my people in America, Africa, and throughout the African diaspora. Roland Martin is with the opposition. Everything Ice Cube is campaigning for, Roland Martin is against. The Democrats' goal is to do nothing for black people. And Roland Martin is there to try to get Ice Cube not to demand anything. According to Roland Martin, the Democrats are already offering those things which Ice Cube has mentioned in his plan. He also mentioned the Congressional Black Caucus is trying to do something. Career politicians will tell you that it's not legal to do something for one group of people. That's uh, a bald-faced lie. The Equality Act is to protect the LGB community. They have a hotline for Asian Americans facing discrimination. They do things specifically for Jews and Native Americans. It's only when we show up, then these career politicians tell us it's unconstitutional. In order for us to benefit from this system, we have to unite, pull our resources together, and practice group economics. I can't dispute, they, or well, they can't dispute the fact that Ice Cube has said, Ice Cube didn't say vote for Trump. What he said was, our, our vote is up for sale. The only thing I'm seeing from these extreme feminists is slander. He is raising legitimate questions. We should not have any allegiance to one polit political party. Our vote is to the highest bidder. I respect Black Lives Matter for policy, for police reform. Ice Cube pushing his initiative on his own and got it popping. Black Lives Matter could could have been working with him um, when he was reaching out to others. They want to reach out to him now because he, he got some action and the needle is now moving. I hold my show every Thursday night asking people on my friends list and people in my social groups to come on the show and talk with talk with the people. The only reason it's taking me so doggone long is because I'm not, there's not enough people 
who are doing their part. I'm just one black man with a plan and a vision. It takes a team to make a dream work. Again, it takes a team to make a dream work. People don't work. People don't want to work with you until you go viral. The whole interview was about trying to put Ice Cube in an awkward position and to push the Biden Harris agenda. You can't change 47 years of Joe Biden's record. Truth be told, it sucks. Joe Biden created the 1994 crime bill, which gave rise to mass incarceration of black people. You can't change Kamala Harris' aggressive locking up single black mothers in California. She refused to prosecute road cops that kill black people. These are Democrats that have done this. Barack Obama was president for eight years. He did he did not do anything specifically for black people. He did not do anything about the murder of Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown, Sandra Bland, Oscar Grant, and Freddie Gray. All, all of this happened on his watch. Who was the vice president at that time? That's right, Joe Biden. Both political parties have the exact same policy which, when it comes to black people. If you listen to the whole interview, you would notice that Woodward said Joe Biden is putting together a voter coalition that can get him into the White House without black votes. They have no problem with the idea that black people are being politically irrelevant. Their allegiance is to the white political bigwigs of the Democratic Party. This is what's supposed to be the so-called black experts attacking Ice Cube. We are cynical because we have two political parties, Democrats and Republicans, who have used and abused us for far too long. We also have a bunch of bought and paid for licks who have been sent among us by those same political parties to cause confusion within our internal politics. These are the left-wing white supremacists, incompetent operative class. We're here to demand tangibles that our people need while white supremacists has told those bootlegs bootlicks puppets to distract us, to keep us from focusing on our demands. The white media can give them a platform, but they can't give them credibility. Gracam is for the, the soil or the black masses. Black people are speaking our own minds and interests. It's part of our political discussion, what we've been pushing for two decades. B.A. Black Agenda be one, putting our interests first. We're going to take the lead of the political discourse within the African-American community. Our job in the black media is to expose the lies and tell the people who you are and why you're promoting these falsehoods. The black bootlicks job is to control black people by keeping us on the hamster wheel. Gracam's job is to get our people off the hamster wheel. Gracam will hold you accountable. 
you can't just tell lies and walk away because we're here to, to fact check you. We're also going to take the lead in educating our people locally, nationally, and internationally. You see, the black mouthpiece on cable TV are not happy. We don't take cues from the DNC hierarchy. We're putting forward our own interests in our own terms. The threat of black empowerment is rising. I am done with my presentation. The virtual lines are now open for Q&A side, side B. I will wait around for about 15 minutes. Um, if I don't get any callers, then I will conclude this podcast for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And um, again, um, all I'm asking everyone to do is to please um, share my um, podcast, leave a comment, good or bad, and um, please uh, try to purchase my uh, my ebook on Amazon.com. You can find it on my um, my YouTube channel. You can also find it on my um, on the transcript. Um, and I'm going to post that again on my Facebook wall as well as uh, in my uh, group with the same name as this podcast. And if you still can't find it, just send me your email address to my Facebook inbox and I would send you the uh, transcript. So that way you have access to all of my information. Thank you all for listening and um, I will see you next time.